You might have heard about this story. It is a fight that has taken decades and the goal was to free a southern resident killer whale from captivity in the United States. And it looks like there will be a happy conclusion to that story. It is about the whale that is known as Lolita and how to get that whale out of her current home at the Miami Seaquarium. Well, joining us to talk more about this is Eric Pittman, director of the Canadian Orca Rescue Society. Eric, thank you so much for being here. Thanks very much for reaching out, Jill. Well, it's I know a story that has captivated so many hearts and people have been following along. Can you give us a bit of a, a background, though, for people that aren't familiar with Lolita's history and, and what has happened to this whale? Can you kind of give us a, a brief background on Lolita? Absolutely. Back in the 60s and 70s, uh, the Aquarium trade was just starting to uh, fill its rosters with different kinds of creatures to for entertainment, and orcas were part of that. So during the 60s and 70s, they captured about 300 of these orcas, some of them multiple times, but the end result was that they took about 50 orcas from the southern resident pod. So they, there was a particular day back uh, August 4th, 1970, when they had corralled 100 orcas in Penn Harbor in uh, or Penn Cove in in Whitby Island, and they took as uh, as many as they could. Uh, they ended up with about 50 orcas from the southern resident pod, most of which were females because they wanted them to have uh, you know breeding stock. Uh, they took uh, uh, and as young as possible. Lolita was about four years old at the time. She was captured with a number of other babies, uh, and six of those babies passed away within the year. So she was one of the survivors of that uh, that horrific day. And if you Google on um, if you Google Pen Cove and uh, orca capture, you'll probably find photographs and maybe a video of it. It's a pretty horrific sight. And uh, Lolita has been passed around from aquarium to aquarium for a number of years, and her name is now changed into Tokatai, which is a uh, what the uh, first peoples, indigenous people call it. Um, and for the last, I, I, I'm sorry, I don't know exactly how long, but 10 to 20 years, she's been in solitary confinement in a small pool in Miami with no shade. And if you can imagine people in solitary confinement for that long, that's got to hurt. Um, I, I first was aware of her about 30 years ago, and I started a campaign to raise awareness and start to get her out of that, uh, get her out of the uh, aquarium that she was housed in at the time. Uh, I couldn't get any traction, but other people took up the cause, and they have been fighting nonstop. In, in, uh, I believe she was in San Diego for a while and in Miami. Uh, there's a fellow in Miami that's been holding a, a picket. Uh, and process signed for years outside the Miami Aquarium demanding her release. So what has changed then, or or what do you think changed in that, like you said, this has been going on for decades and people calling for her release and for something to change. What was it that led to a pretty major development in this story? Well, I think it's the public pressure. I think people like Alejandro, who's been holding that picket sign and educating people as they go into the Miami Aquarium, started to have uh, a detrimental effect to their business. 
that's one aspect of it. The other aspect of it is that she is, she's almost 50, or I think she's over 50 years old now, and she's running at the end of her entertainment life, so she has probably made them as much money as she's going to get them, and now she's only a detriment to them. So, you know, they have to do something with her or take care of her in her old age. So this is probably the most uh, public-savvy thing they can do. Nobody wants to see the, another orca die in captivity. Right. And and we've seen movement on this at other aquariums that have been more responsive, I guess, so we could say to the public pressure. Uh, it seems like the, the Miami Aquarium, they seem a little bit, uh, are they the last kind of holdout or, or not as responsive? Well, I would say probably not as responsive. Uh, they've certainly heard the calls loud and clear. And I think what's happened is the tidal wave of objection to their actions has overtaken them and somebody there has realized that they should do something uh, for this orca that's been their main attraction for for many many years Uh, she's now i think she's actually 57 now and like you said she's been in captivity for almost her entire life Uh, so what what is the plan then with with the, the fact that she will be released, the, the Miami Aquarium has announced that there will be, that plans are, are now being made for her release sometime uh, within the next year and a half to two years. How do you see that, that, that playing out? Well, they have a cove in Washington where they plan to uh, place her. And, it, I mean, it is dependent upon a whole number of factors. This is the first step in a long journey or maybe it's not the first step, but it's one of the first steps. The first step was getting the Lummi tribe in Washington to approach the uh, aquarium with their demands for their uh, sacred blackfish to come back. And so now the plan is to create a sanctuary for her. They will have to treat her like an invalid that can't hunt on its own. So for the first while, they will have to teach her to feed herself and to recognize salmon and hopefully after a period of acclimation return her to her pod and her mother is still alive in l pod hmm. and has there been a scenario like this before when a whale has been along uh, been away and been held into captivity that long and then been reintroduced to her pod well i think this is the longest whale but really, you know, we all remember that story. The subject of that movie was released and got, uh, uh, had three years in the wild with wild orcas after its rehabilitation. So we know that it can happen. Uh, That particular whale did pass away after three years of freedom, but arguably that's better than passing away in in captivity. You know, and the fact that uh, Ocean Sun, which is Lolita or Tokatai's mother, is still alive, leads for the potential that it could be quite a joyous occasion for a lot of people and, and the orcas. Right, and, and well, for sure, and I, I could hardly imagine that, that reunion or, or what that would look like. Uh, you mentioned the, the whale in Free Willy, and I think that obviously comes to mind when looking at this story as well. Why do you think, though, that that story got so much more attention than the story of Lolita? Well, Hollywood. You know, um, it's there. There's endless stories of uh, people and animals that injustice is being done to, 
and some of them strike a chord. And it depends on how well the story is crafted and how the public accepts it. You know, if, if everybody that was unjustly incarcerated had their story told to the public in a, such a compelling way, they would probably be released. But if you just have someone say, you know, you're unjustly um, incarcerated and they don't bring enough context to it to motivate people, the situation won't change. Do you think there so, is... Uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. So I think it's the, 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 the amount of time that she's been in there. There's been enough voices raised. There's been enough... Uh, crafting of the story to make it palatable to people, no offense taken, but people in the mainstream media to begin talking about it. Do you think that there there is any way to speed up that timeline of if the plan is now to reunite her and bring her back? I'm sure there are many people thinking that, so why do we need to wait 18 to 24 months? I think that's probably um, the time that she needs to get her head straight that she's got to eat on her own and got to live on her own again in, in the Salish Sea. Now, one good bit of news, a few years ago, a, a, a scientist went to Miami Aquarium with a recording of her former pod, L-Pod, and played it for, for Tokatai, and she came right up to the speaker and sat there throughout and obviously understood and uh, was recognized her, the, the sounds of her, of her pod mates. Well, that is uh, good news, definitely. Eric, we will continue following this and seeing what happens next with this whale. But thank you so much for joining us with the latest news today. Well, thank you very much for bringing the story to light.